all things are born together, I see them return again. All things flower abundantly, then each of them returns to the source. To return to the source is called being at peace. To be at peace is called returning to true eternal life. To return to life I call being everlasting. To know what is everlasting is called being enlightened. Not to know what is everlasting is called bringing about one's own misery. To know what is everlasting is to have a great soul. Having a great soul, one is just. Being just, one becomes a king. Being a king, one is heaven. Being heaven, one is Tao. Being Tao, one is everlasting. Even though the body dies, there are no more perils to be feared. What we all long for most in our lives is peace, contentment and tranquility. Sometimes we become so desperate that we will do everything possible to try and protect ourselves and those we love from the possibility of failure, conflict or pain to ensure we enjoy peace, contentment and tranquility. So we strive for a higher income, a home or a better one, and stronger relationships, surrounding ourselves only with the things and people we like. We never stop long enough to listen to that inner voice we know is there, but try to ignore. We avoid sharing our deepest inner experiences, perhaps because we fear we might be hurt when others dismiss or ridicule them. And so for many years, we go on living from these hidden fears that bind us to our inadequacies and repetitive behaviours. We never go deeper than the facade we show to the world when our inner being, our soul life, is quietly crying out to manifest itself. So where is peace, contentment, tranquility and eternal love to be found? Lao Tzu describes in the Tao Te Ching the ancient process of transforming a human being into a soul being, a process as relevant today as it was two and a half thousand years ago. Lao Tzu confronts this question. 
Who can purify into peace the impurities of his heart? Who can be born gradually into Tao by the prolonged practice of calm? He who retains Tao does not wish to be full. Precisely because he is not full, he is forever secure against change. The founders of the Golden Rosicross, Jan van Reichenberg and Catharos de Petri, explained this process in their book, The Chinese Gnosis. The way to empty your heart of impurities is by no longer desiring them, without any action of the will. This is only possible from experience, from the defeat of the soul, so that one is emptied of natural impulses whilst knowing that there is only one power that can comfort the soul. Then the rosebud sends out a call via the sternum, the call of yearning for salvation. And in response, a powerful current of the noses surges into your being and buys you are purified into peace, into stillness. Then the tranquility of soul, for which you yearn so much, will become a reality, and the result will be a total purification of the blood. All the other life lights will then be compelled to follow suit, and with this tranquility of soul as a foundation, transfiguration will begin, and the golden wedding garment will be woven. can we become free of the forces of fear, anxiety and worry driving our reactions, preventing us from finding the tranquility of the soul? We would like to consider what Lao Tzu has to say on this matter. The sage abides in perfect tranquility while the doors go on opening and closing. If the ancient sages knew how to enter into perfect tranquility, what can we learn from them in our day and age to achieve true inner peace? Let us consider what is meant by the doors go on opening and closing while the sage abides in perfect tranquility. The swinging doors 
of Lao Tzu indicate the continual interplay of opposites, the opening and closing, the doors of our perception, as they have always done. And yet the sage remains unmoved by their activity. We intuitively know we cannot stop change. We cannot stop the interplay of opposites that is the natural law of this world and our own being. So how does the sage remain in tranquility despite the turmoil of the world around him? And how is it possible to become a sage and find the true inner peace we seek? A sage is not simply a spiritually aware person. A true sage is one who lives from a new soul state, touched and reawakened by the divine and transformed through the process of rebirth to new soul consciousness. How can we change our natural soul and transform into a true spirit soul being, into one that is tranquil in the face of the actions and reactions, the revolving doors of our chaotic world? Lao Tzu points out the way. To return to the source is being at peace. To be at peace is called returning to true, eternal life. This requires that we enter an entirely different dimension, a realm veiled from us in our current state of consciousness. It enables us to be and live in the world, but not of the world. Living in the harmony of Tao can only come about by overcoming our separateness, our egocentric consciousness, and being united with and led by the very core of our being, the true self. The true self is the reborn soul consciousness, which awakens within us when we react positively to the spark of eternity within our hearts. This spark of the eternal essence is the source that Lao Tzu speaks of, the divine inner essence that unites and permeates everything and leads us to become one with the All. When we succumb to the fears, worries and anxiety of the opening and closing doors, this spirit spark remains dormant, imprisoned within us. 
It is hidden by our egocentric consciousness, which prevents us from recognizing the spirit spark within and setting it free. If we stand back in non-action, so to allow this spirit spark within us to reawaken, it will become the guiding force in our life. Therefore, allow yourself to become conscious of the divine source within. Allow the soul to reawaken and set free the other one within, through which the state of soul consciousness, that is, true inner peace, will manifest. this dormant spark of the divine and bring peace and harmony to our being. Lao Tzu speaks of the practice of Wu Wei. Wu Wei translates into not doing or non-action. In this way, the sage creates the space for inner tranquility by not reacting to the influences of the natural world and his own natural state of being. We read in the book The Chinese Gnosis. Wu Wei, or not doing, is intended to be a dialectical approximation of the new divine consciousness. This approximation is advised in order to reduce as much as possible the enormous difference between the two expressions of consciousness and in this way to create a basis for the unfoldment of the new consciousness powers potentially present in the rose of the heart. So the I-being becomes desireless and does not wish to be attached to anything. The Chinese Gnosis, page 104. This desirelessness means that those striving for spiritual rebirth be unattached to their personal life with all its ups and downs, its polarity and certainly not to seek or expect anything from their personal life. It means recognizing we are swayed at every moment by unseen forces that can drown out the call of the spark of the spirit within us. Our desires lead us into the anxieties worries and fears that overwhelm us in our daily life. When the light of the Gnosis touches us, we become aware of an irrepressible restlessness within us. Then all our egocentric desires are replaced by one holy desire, to become desireless.
The path of Wu Wei is the path shown to humanity when Buddha spoke of the middle way and the Christian Gospels spoke of clearing the paths for our Lord. It is allowing the spirit spark in one's heart room to grow, thereby allowing a spiritual light force to ignite within us and become the source of guidance in our life. We are then connected to the All, to God, to Tao, and therefore live on another basis. This is the basis of humanity's true purpose. By serving the process of transformation through the purified personality to achieve unity between the reborn soul with the spirit to become a spirit soul being beyond the realm of time and space. Thus, eternity is gained during this life. Again we read from the Chinese Gnosis. If a person yearns for genuine liberation from the nature of death, his ego must engage in not doing and must stop trying to grasp the new life, the universal brotherhood and everything related to it in any way. That is what you must not do. So do not concentrate, do not meditate, and above all, do not fantasize. Keep to absolute not doing. The method of not doing is a still, tranquil joy. One goes forward in that joy in total self-surrender to the kingdom within you, the primordial atom. That is what is meant by engaging in not doing. That is what is meant by experiencing the doctrine without words. Not I, but he, the other one, who is more than I, must increase. And I must perish. I must sink into the other one, into that other being contained within the primordial atom. This is the path of Gnostic Transfiguration, the inner path of self-liberation proposed by the Golden Rosicross. When you make space in your own being, you will hear the call to peace and unity radiating from the inner voice of the spirit spark in your heart. You too can find a state of tranquility spoken of by Lao Tzu, which will lead you to unity and oneness with the eternal, with the all. Or, as Lao Tzu tells us, 
the macrocosm lasts eternally. It can last eternally because it does not live for itself. That is why the sage subordinates himself to the other one and so becomes one with the first. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with 5 stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.